Welcome to Your Weekly Breakdown, a comfort podcast for cozy weekends. I'm your host, Emily. It's really hard to find moments of calm when we're served up non-stop, panic-inducing headlines, sorting through the barrage of incoming emails and Slack messages and texts, working our asses off, trying to be everything to everyone. So for the next 15 minutes or so, put your phone down, your headphones in, and let's relax. Pour that second cup of coffee and grab a blanket, or crawl back into bed. Light your favorite candle, or keep doing whatever it is you're enjoying doing this weekend. I'm doing a bit of holiday decorating, definitely snuggling with my small, noisy humans, and can hopefully sneak some reading time in there as well. It's time to unwind. This is not a meditation podcast. This is not about productivity or optimization. There's no news or soapboxes. This is just our few minutes to chat about indulgence, self-care, and simple pleasures. Yesterday, I awoke thinking I was somewhere else entirely. I had stayed up a little too late finishing a great novel, The Exhibitionist, and I was obviously still like mentally hungover from being utterly transported by this beautiful book. Little flashes of escapism kept hitting me over and over again throughout my morning. The scent of coffee took me back to that date in Florence. Pulling on a cashmere sweater pulled me back to Paris and a spoonful of muesli brought me right back to Zurich. When life's pressures mount, my coping mechanism tends to be living in fantasy lands that I create, or slipping a little too easily into the more pleasurable memories that I've stored away. In my little mind, I sip hot espresso instead of cold coffee listen to waves crashing against the shore instead of the world's unbearable news, and imagine a peaceful morning with no responsibilities. I get kisses and adoration, not boogers and demands. It's raw sometimes, this real life. I religiously pick up dog shit at 6.30 in the morning and pack limp school lunches for my kids while I wonder if the world will even be here for them by the time they grow up. I've thought a lot about this. Experiencing these fantasies is not me wishing for another life. No, they're quick dopamine hits and minor interruptions during the more mundane moments of my ultimately lovely life little bursts of gratitude for what is, and reminders of the things that can bring me joy. And to be super clear, I am grateful to even get to pack a lunch and send my kids to school because us pandemic moms will never, ever forget when we couldn't do that. Escapism and desire and comfort and pleasures I mean, who doesn't want to spend some time there? 
the gratitude I feel for what is and the guttural desire that I still feel for what could be sometimes seem at war with one another. How can I balance the delights of the present with the anticipation of what's to come or even the ambition for what I still want my life to continue to be? I've always thought contentment meant settling. And while I've slowly, very slowly come to learn that that isn't true, I really have yet to unravel that philosophical mystery. Do you think about this at all or am I batshit crazy? You know what? Don't answer that. I have to believe that gratitude and the thrill of ambition can be held simultaneously, that they are not mutually exclusive. It's about being thankful for the life we've had the fortune of building and luxuriating in the anticipation of holiday parties or quality family time or a full recovery from an injury or a meaningful second career. We can be happy with what we have and still want more. We can practice gratitude for low-key nights while looking forward to a sweaty kitchen party. We can smile with satisfaction as we cross off our little house projects and still yearn to throw the hammer through a window and escape to some part of the world we have yet to explore. Desire, want, ambition, they've really fueled me in a way that not many other things do. Maybe pettiness, but let's not go there today. I just don't know if I could truly feel all-encompassing gratitude without acknowledging there is more to do, feel, see. Conversely, I don't think ambition feels nearly as satisfying, fulfilling, or authentic without acknowledging the gratitude for what has guided us to this very moment. A few years ago, a friend gifted me a gratitude journal. I remember politely thanking her, putting it in my bag, and thinking to myself, I am never going to fucking use this thing. Of course, out of curiosity, I opened it. What kinds of weird things were in there? You know, they were just questions. And so I left it by my bedside, and it became a neat ritual of morning and evening questions. And the goal is to shift one's way of thinking. I used it for several weeks, and now my brain just sort of works that way. It's like making sure you examine both sides of the coin, discover the silver lining, try to see the bright side. And it's not at all that gibberish, toxic positivity nonsense. I am too tired to fake it that much anyway, and fuck the people that do. Gratitude journaling might sound hokey to some, like too new age or feely or too close to that weird wellness thing where it's basically now an entire aesthetic. Like I said, I was not keen on the idea when I first got rolling with it. To me, it looked like another thing to do, and I did not have time to do any other thing in the day. However, as a skeptic and a curious person, I can honestly say it's made a pretty enormous difference in how I approach my day, my relationships, and my capital S self. If you're new to gratitude, why not give it a try? It's also just a really sweet gift idea. I've linked to the one I was given down in the show notes. 
The way I've incorporated it with the kids is by doing what we call rosebud thorn at the end of the day, and we've amended it slightly. Rose, you know, you say what your favorite part of the day was. Bud, something you're excited about. Thorn, maybe something that didn't go your way that day. And we've added one that my son sweetly called butterfly, which is like your success for the day. What was something that you feel proud of yourself for for the day? So oftentimes the rose is something that we're happy about and we're grateful for. And so we're, you know, bringing that to the dinnertime conversation and we're, we're expressing that without, you know, shoving the idea of gratitude down someone's throat. As for the ambition side of the coin, well, I know my newsletter subscribers pretty well and you listeners I'm getting to know. I don't think any of you are shy on ambition, but I think we should dive more into that subject next week, especially as folks start talking nonstop about their resolutions for 2024. Honestly, as if we're almost there. Tis the season. Happy December to you. Whether it's watching a budget holiday movie or heading to a Christmas market with a friend, creating rituals and small moments in our day compounds over time in a really exceptional way. Thanks so much for tuning in. I loved having a few minutes with you to relax and chat, and I hope you feel ready for whatever is next in your day. Also, if you can't stand to listen to me, I do write a newsletter that's probably more palatable for some. You can subscribe at yourweeklybreakdown.com, and it's got a ton of great recommendations for what to watch, listen to, or read. If you know someone who could use a little more comfort in their lives, please share this podcast with them. I'd also be incredibly grateful if you subscribe to the podcast and rate and review it too, as it helps other people find us more easily. Until next week, take good care of yourself.